This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This is The Informer, Australia's only LGBTIQ plus national news and current affairs show. Proudly sponsored by KHQ Lawyers. Passionate about being the best. Instagram and Facebook have partnered with Sydney Mardi Gras to create the Your Voice Matters campaign. The campaign is focused on highlighting the stories of gender expression and our local trans and non-binary community and how the platforms can be places of community, safety and visibility for the LGBTIQA plus community. We spoke with Kunal from Tricone, a Facebook and community group for people from South Asia. So my name is... Kunal Mirchandani. Uh, I'm the chairperson of a non-profit support group called Tricone Australasia, which is based here in Sydney. And uh, I go by the preferred pronoun of he, his. What does Tricone Australia do? It's been established for over 12 years and it was created to respond to a need within a very specific community. So We've got lots of South Asian migrants here in Australia. And with South Asia, I'm referring to people from the Indian subcontinent. Yep. So countries like India, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and Bangladesh. Um, and uh, a lot of the new migrants, particularly students, uh, who were potentially struggling with the idea of coming out because of pressure from family and society back home, um, we're suddenly finding themselves in a new world where, where they can be free to do what they want, but, but they still are looking for that community and yep. that bond. And so this group was specifically created to provide that support network. How does it work? So uh, what we do is we host regular meetups. So once a month, we've got a meetup session where we invite everyone who wants to come along and share personal stories. It's a completely, uh, 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 it's a space where anyone can, can, can be as open as they want about how they're feeling and, and what they're struggling with. And it's a safe space for them. But uh, what we essentially want these meetups to do is to encourage people to be more confident within themselves. If they haven't come out to their families, we help them with that process. And at the same time, um, uh, we, we create sort of events that help showcase everyone's talents. So we've got lots of people who love to, say, uh, dress up in drag. Uh, so what we do is uh, we've created a Bollywood dance party called Bar Bombay, where people who want to perform on stage in drag can fulfill their fantasy and, and, and uh, have a little show. Um, so uh, That sounds it, amazing. Uh, we where, is we, where's we that allow, uh, It's held every, well, twice a year. Uh, one of it is at the Factory Theatre in Maryville here in Sydney. Okay. And the other one is at the Red Rattler, which was just two weeks ago, um, in uh, also in Maryville. Okay, so they're, they're in Sydney. Um, that's right, that's right. We're actually looking to have one potentially in Melbourne, but uh, it might be sometime later in the year. So it'll be our first out-of-town uh, Bollywood party. <laughs> um one of the big channels that you're using is Facebook. How are you using Facebook to create a community? So Facebook is actually our biggest channel for, for reach and engagement. Um, that's how we promote all our events, like the monthly meetup I was telling you about, um, our Bollywood dance parties, our forums, everything. So 
what we initially did was we created a Facebook page maybe about 10 years ago now, and um, we started building a community there. What we found initially when we built the page was that mainly for the purpose of disseminating information, but people weren't necessarily engaging with each other. Mm-hmm. So, so they would network with us in our meetup groups, but, but not necessarily online. So what we then did last year was we set up our own private Facebook page. So it's called Queer South Asians in Australia. And because of its privacy settings, people who like that page or join that group, um, uh, nobody else can necessarily see that they're part of that group. So yeah. it gives people a little bit of, a, of freedom to be themselves and to interact with other people. And what we've found since is that it's gone off in terms of engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've got people starting conversations with each other, posting things that they find online, and just generally engaging with each other. Who is the group really for? Who do you target and who benefits from it? So, uh, yeah, it's all in the name itself. So it's specifically for uh, people who identify as LGBTQI mm-hmm. um, and who uh, originate from South Asia or one of the South Asian countries. Now, obviously, we want to keep it as open as possible to everyone as well. Um, but it's it's a group that's, that's built for the purpose of sort of fostering that community because inherently south asians have a have a unique culture mm-hmm. in terms of, of of you know parental expectations and 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 any issues that they might find these are things that are common across the different south asian countries their love of music their love of dance it's very unique in that way so I think um, having that group and, and creating that community was quite important, and, and we're glad that it's worked quite well. Are there certain groups that um, struggle more? Uh, in terms of within the, the South Asian community? Yeah, as far as being um, you know, generally LGBTI and you know, South Asian, because it's a, it, it's, a, it's a huge area with so many different religions, languages beliefs, etc. Yes, yes. So what we find is that people who hail from sort of bigger cities, like Bombay, Delhi, um, they tend to be a little bit more sort of open and receptive and quite willing to come out and be proud of who they are. Whereas what we find is that people who hail from smaller towns or or the more remote areas of the subcontinent, um, also people who may identify as Muslim, Mm -hmm. uh, tend to be a little bit more conservative in terms of of how they approach the idea of coming out and their sexuality and and, and, uh, the pressures that they face. There are some people in the group, for example, who have had marriages of convenience, mm-hmm. um, essentially because because it was something that, that that they felt they had to conform to in order to please either their parents or the society at large, and only recently have have found the courage within themselves to do the right thing. So, so I think it's quite important that we that we that we enable everyone to love who they want. Um, but, but at the same time, there are some groups, I admit, that struggle a lot more than others. As a, as a cis, white, gay male, um, and I know quite a number that have like grown up in Sydney, and they came out to their families really earlier in their lives, and they find it difficult to understand how someone can be you know, 25 and not out to their family. 
and that I think that's mm-hmm. a big challenge to to bridge that cultural gap and to get people to understand that their mm-hmm. different cultures have different things. Is that something that you you and um, your organization kind of come across? I I understand what you're what you're asking. Essentially, is about how can we help you know um, people who don't identify that culture understand. Uh, how difficult it is yeah. for someone to to come out. I mean, like you know, um, like I'm out to my parents. I know a lot of other people are, um, but but there are some people who just that that thought itself is something that they cannot even fathom. And yeah. I think what might help people understand is that when when the sexual revolution started in the '60s and when you know uh, LGBT issues came to the forefront in the '80s, I feel that. Um, the struggle that that um, that white men or white women or people from Western cultures faced back then would probably be a good equivalent of the struggles that that Indians and South Asians face in their own homes today. So, so it might be driven by religion, and religion does play a much stronger hold in South Asia than it does in the West. Certainly in Australia as well. <laughs> Yes, with the religious freedom loss in <laughs> coming into the fore here, you're right. It is it is something that that has been politicized. Also, the idea in India of of the of a man uh, having to take care of his family and 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 the and the societal structure of a nuclear family with the grandparents living with a son with his wife and their children that has become such a or belief of a family unit over there. And so if you are, say, a young gay man, and especially if you're the only son, then that pressure becomes quite intense and that expectation from parents becomes quite intense. And if you're on top of that struggling with your sexuality, then, then you're torn and you, you, you're, gonna have, you're gonna be potentially forced to live a double life. So it is quite difficult. Um, you and I might not experience the same things they are, um, but I think it's important to understand the shoes that they're walking in. Uh, so if people want to get involved, how do they get involved? Yeah, so uh, it's very easy. You can uh, just look for Tricone, T-R-I-K-O-N-E, on Facebook and join the group. Uh, once you're on the Facebook page, you can sign up to the mailing list. Mm-hmm. That would keep you updated on all our events. So we're like our uh, our next Bollywood party is happening on the fourth of July here at the Factory Theater here in Sydney, um, and uh, we've got a forum on the the various spectrum, like the spectrum of sexuality within the within the community, happening later on in uh, September. Mm-hmm. Um, and a beauty pageant in November. So there's a few events happening down the line. So, so yes, that's a great way to keep in touch. Um, you can also look us up on the website, tricone.org.au. What does tricone mean? Uh, yeah, tricone essentially means uh, triangle. Um, and uh, it is something that is uh, uh, quite personal to us. Obviously, the Indian subcontinent also looks like a triangle on the map, <laughs> um, and uh, the triangle is is, uh, is a symbol of of repression and and injustice as well. Particularly during, say, the Holocaust uh, with the pink triangle. Um, so it's become it's become a, 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 a protest sign in a way. Mm. Thank you so much for joining me today. That's okay, Ari. Have a good one. Thank you. Pleasure. Cheers. That was Arian Pot speaking with Kunal from Tricone. This is the Informer.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.